Welcome. You are now aboard the Sub Club Submarine Spaceship. We will be your tour guides on a quantum journey to reprogram our subconscious minds. Please keep your arms and hands inside the subship at all times until you are safely docked in your castle's subship port upon arrival at heaven on earth. Thank you and enjoy the ride. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brainwash Yourself, the podcast where we dive deep into the mystical and practical art of reprogramming the subconscious mind. My name is Annika, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Callista. Hi, everyone. And we have a really special treat for you today because uh, one of my dear friends and soul sisters, Brandy Knight, the esoteric exorcist, is here with us on the podcast to share her potent energy and wisdom. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Brandy. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Well, I think we just can dive right in. Tell us what it means to you to be an esoteric exorcist. Okay. Well, how that came about as I start, I've started out my, my uh, healing arts journey as an emotional health specialist. And what I noticed and what my clients were noticing was happening was something that was very reminiscent to what you would see in movies, like these depictions of exorcisms, where people were having this incredible emotional release and taking their power back. And it was literally like, I mean, sometimes you could actually see an energy lift up out of them. Sometimes they were purging from either end of the spectrum. And it was literally almost like an instant, you know, some people would maybe call that an instant healing, but it was just so reminiscent of like, you know, these, you know, what I watched in movies as these exorcisms being performed. And then there was like this pinnacle and then boom, here they are kind of like freed. So that's where my session work was going down and, and it's, it's been, and it's continued for years. So I kind of got coined the esoteric uh, exorcist because people were coming and we were not just it, this. It's very much not clinical psychology, even though I studied that it's very much in, in line with, you know, what probably all of us that are listening to this and participating uh, in um, are into in regards to let's go deeper. Let's go deeper than the, the psychology piece. Let's go into the other realms. And so, um, I guess what it means is somebody that can uh, hold not just crazy space because it's intense when someone's like literally puking and like writhing on the floor and you're guiding them through it. Like that's an intense position to be in as like a space holder, um, but also someone, you know, you bring in kind of like this shamanic aspect to it as well, where you can kind of go where they're going without getting dragged into it too far. And you essentially are guiding them. Okay. Now we turn here and we like, you know, navigate this obstacle and then we go here. Um, so I'd say it's kind of, you know, equal parts, um, shamanistic and, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the other, I don't know what the other part is. 
<laughs> it's kind of hard to define, I guess, in um in the three D, in the three D. <laughs> really cool. You're like a guide, which I guess is kind of a shaman as well. And I would also love to ask because when I was hearing about you from Annika, I was hearing you described as a tantric numerologist, which is also something that like we're really excited to get into today because Annika and I hear about numerology and we reference it we you know call out when we see the angel numbers and stuff but we don't feel at, like experts to talk about it on the podcast and just like how did like what is it about numerology that resonates with you and like just I would love to just hear about your take on numerology in general yes okay so let's get Let's have some real moments. So I've been studying Kundalini like a lot of us for for years. I've been a practitioner for a really long time. Um, well, I mean, in, in co comparatively speaking, right? Like, in, I mean, I guess it's short in comparison to you know some others, mm -hmm. uh, especially of some of our teachers. But the tantric numerology just was went hand in hand. It's just a hand in hand technology. So it was something I was interested in, but not something that I was like participating in as a practitioner up until just more recently with, I'd say in the past year or so. And I was bringing birth charts into my session work with my, my clients that I had established already. And it was a game changer. It was such a game changer in regards to life, uh, life path or purpose path, past life stuff, um, karma, uh, and their gifts, right? So a lot of it goes into gifts. There's 10, there's 10 placements in the traditional chart. Um, I'm diving into the, the first five because 10 is a lot to do for, you know, one go, right? So um, bringing those, those first five um, number placements has been such a game changer. So it's, it's so interesting. And I think that this, you know, going into this seven year of, receiving stuff, right? We've planted the seeds, we've done the work. You know, this is one of those aspects of me um, saying yes and not mistaking an opportunity when it's offered. You know, when I was, when I'm asked to like speak about something that's new, whether it's books, writing, you know, whatever, right? It's, that's newer in comparison to how long I've been doing the emotional health or alchemy work. Um, I say yes, even if I'm having a moment of like, Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Am I qualified? And it doesn't matter. So that's, I think, a big message for this seven year. It's like, if it's in your vicinity, you are qualified. Say yes. I love that. I love it. Mm -hmm. That's really beautiful. And I feel like so much of the tantric numerology that you speak about so much of it that's so interesting is that it is connected to so much of the yogic science that like you're already familiar with and that you've been in study of for so long so it's kind of like a lot of this stuff um is already within you and you were talking a little bit about the receiving we've planted the seeds and now it's time to receive and how that has to do with the number seven, which is associated with 2023. Could we give our listeners like even just a little bit of a breakdown of um, A, maybe how we come up with that number and B, some of the energies that we can expect to be experiencing? Because it's super interesting without even... A, 
drawing on the numerology, that's kind of the energy that Callista and I have been feeling is that truly we have been planting these seeds um, energetically, physically, like in uh, basically all year, just like consistency showing up and uh, laying this grid work. And it just feels as if there's going to be a lot of fruit bared from all of this as we continue into the next year. So I, I love that that's kind of the first thing that you brought up and um, would love to hear more. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about how we come up with these numbers. And there's a lot of different equations. So for example, like a spiritual name is based on your tantric numerology. And I think only like maybe two people on the planet have that equation. So I by no means have the equation for everything. But how we get to 2023 being a seven year is we're adding two plus two plus three. Mm-hmm. 2022 is a six year, two plus two plus two. In 2021, right? That's the five. That's a five year. And so um, this is, I haven't really said this out loud to anybody, but how I think of um five, six, seven. So five is the physical body. Um, and if we look back at 2021, there's a whole lot of stuff going on with the physical body. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Either people were getting kind of taken away from their physical body. Um, and you can kind of like point that in any direction you want. They were coming more close to their physical body. You know, what's what's available to me in my body? What's not available to me in my body? So there's a lot of physical action. It's almost like, okay, I'm single. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go get cute. Like, 2021 was like, I'm going to get cute energy, like physical, physical stuff. Okay. The 2000, you know, the sixth year, 2022, we had dedication. So like the five year, I got my gym membership. The sixth year, I'm going to the gym every single day. And the seven year is like, I'm going to, I'm going to nail down a honey, right? Like I'm going to go to speed. I'm going to take this around the block. (laughs) Yeah. I love this analogy that really, that really like lays it out in terms of what we can expect. (laughs) Right. We're, we're going to go get our honey. Right. And and so, you know, so many of us, whether it's known or unknown have had such a dedicated, um, devotional year in this 2022 six year. And because we're on planet earth, polarity planet experience, there's going to be the yes vibe and the no vibe to any number placement, just like anything. So dedication could look like I wake up every day and do yoga, or it looks like I end every day at the bar. Mm -hmm. Either way, you're devoted to something, right? So we're seeing a lot of that. And if you're listening to this, chances are you've been waking up doing yoga every morning or something like that. And so next year, we're going to really have like the proof is in the pudding of how we spent our time and our energy in 2022. And for a lot of us, it's going to be like totally fucking amazing. And for some of us, it might not, right? Yeah. There's always that polarity to everything. Is there anything that like our listeners could keep in mind like a tip or almost like a a mind state they can take in the year to kind of make the most of the seven energy or like a certain disposition to have to like welcome that energy into their lives yes okay I'm that 
Amazing. Um, so I've talked about this before. If maybe maybe it's a repeat, um, but spinal health is so important. So right, we're all like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like even if we do yoga all day every day, we're still like on the phone, you know, whatever. <laughs> so um, one tip that I do all day long, and it's a game changer. Let's just have a little experiment here. Let's just hunch for a second. Like you're on your phone and grab onto a thought that might be not great, right? It doesn't have to be terrible, but just something that might be mm -hmm. nagging, grab onto it, give it like a minute, see the strength of it, experience it for a second, and then take a breath and straighten your spine and give yourself a little bit of that chin tuck, that neck lock here. So the brainstem can be nice and spacious. The cerebral fluid is moving and grooving. Focus at the top of the head. And then either eyes at the third eye point or straight ahead using your peripheral and bring in that same thought and notice what may or may not be different about the experience that you have with that exact same thought. Yeah, totally. For me, I felt like it was more easy to see the options instead of just like believing the thought. Totally. Right. It has less power. Sometimes you can't even grab onto the thought. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So as a practical tool, when in doubt, just like what's the spine doing? Okay. Mm -hmm. That can really set the tone for what you're bringing into your life, your experience with making choices and taking right action. And then I always recommend doing a little self-psychology around what's my relationship like with receiving? Mm, potent one, potent one. Because a lot right? of people, we think we want what we want, but it can be hard to even ask for help when we need it or even get a compliment without giving the compliment right back. I feel like these are the common examples. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Yeah. Yes. So I love, and I love that about the spine too, because we always talk about the holographic reality and everything being a reflection and the body being the reflection of the mind being the reflection of the universe. And I just love like getting into the body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. cool. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really beautiful. And you being so well versed in this emotional alchemy and also the psychology stuff, is there a way that you work with people to help them open to receive more? Yes, big time. So with women, what I've noticed, it's a relationship with their rage, a healthy relationship with rage. And with men, it's a healthy relationship with um, tender moments. Mm. allowing themselves opposite yeah. right mm -hmm. so when I'm working with women oftentimes we need to have like this uh I call it responsible emotional release work where you have to experience your rage there's no way around it you have to experience it you have to get it out Otherwise it's not going to. And then of course we can pair it with something like a fist of anger and the Kundalini, right? But in order to experience all there is in life, we have to experience all there is in us. Mm. So creating a safe space for people to, for women and men too, right? It's not always one or the other, but more often than not, women need a safe space to get the Kali Yuga, right? The rage screaming, getting to know their own sound current. You know, we bend reality with a peak emotional experience, a peak anything experience really. 
And so once they're not afraid of using their voice or their power anymore, then they can really see the full spectrum of like, oh, this is this is what I've orchestrated. This is why I chose this life. This is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm here to receive, which is receiving is an integral part of destiny path. And so with men, it's like having that, you know, you can still be, um, uh, it's a tricky game right now, right? But, you know, you can still be um, a, a very powerful uh, person on the planet and have a moment of sensitivity and have a moment of crying and being tender and going back to like, you know, any points that you might need to go back to and be like, dude, I was little and I have fucking shoved everything down because I was told not to cry. Right. Not that we have to rehash every little thing that happened, but just have a moment of like holding yourself and loving yourself and, you know, letting these, letting men cry and have a moment, which then opens up like so much more kind of like that chivalrous, like king vibe wow. and that all goes hand in hand with allowing themselves to receive because otherwise either way a wall is up a wall is yeah. around the heart mm-hmm. yeah, oh right that's so beautiful do you in your own practice have a space that you let out this rage like is it a daily yes. thing is it like when you feel it's building up you you know oh I go into this room I scream into this pillow I do x y and z totally and uh, part of like my you know prescribed homework for myself and for clients is I do it before it builds up mm. right just like we do the yoga right we do it every single day so it's a part of my practice just about daily where I'm getting my rage out because we all have backlogged stuff, whether it's this life, another life in the lineage. So we want to have some of that, most of it cleared out. So when a real time circumstance is presented and shit hits the fan, we can kind of achieve a new, a genuine neutral standpoint, but that doesn't always happen, right? It doesn't always happen. So definitely, yes, I do some exercises, you know, screaming, punching, all that stuff um, when I'm feeling it, you know, bubble up, but I show up to that um, even if I don't. Mm -hmm. mm. mm -hmm. That's potent. That's amazing. I love that because it is true that when you're, I guess, avoiding this part of yourself that is so natural and is so inherent, you're just shutting off like this natural flow that like when it leaves other things must enter. So I can imagine that being really potent. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Yeah. Embracing the full emotional spectrum because anything is going to block anything that's blocking the flow is it doesn't, it's going to be, it's going to be blocking what's coming in as well as what's coming out. So I definitely love that. And I would love to circle back because just when you were talking about the, the placements, the numerology placements, like there's 10 and the one through five, what, what does that mean? Well, I won't get into like every single one right now. Mm -hmm. um, but what I, what I'll say is that, you know, we take your birthday, your birth mm -hmm. date. So the day, the month and the year, and those are your, like your sacred numbers your sacred math. And then we're going to apply different equations to those numbers. Mm. So one equation would look at your soul's essence. So the entirety, I like to think of it as like the entirety of your soul, not just the, the beam of light that's in this physical form, but like the entirety of your soul. So we go into like what, you know, what that is. 
Um, and then another equation is looking at like the karma lines. What lessons have you chose to learn in this life, right? What did, what did you, what did you choose to experience? So karma is like a tricky one. It's like, you know, we hear it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, it could, you know, I, I enjoy karma. Um, but in no way do I look at it as in like, you fucked up. So now you got to pay, right? <laughs> it's like, what did I choose to do different? What new things am I going to do in this life? Okay. So that's how I look at karma. Um, then we're looking at, uh, we look at your gifts, we look at your mastery. So the gifts are a, a, one of my favorite things to look at because they so often get brushed to the side. But when you think of like, what's my life purpose, the vehicle to get you on the road is your gifts, is your talents. So let's say I have like a talent for making like a mean cup of tea, right? But it's like, you know, like it's talent. Mm -hmm. Well, you take that talent and then maybe you invite a team over and you have like a tea ceremony, even if the team isn't about making tea in general, the team could be, the team could be yoga studio, the team could be a marketing firm, right? But you bring the people together through a tea ceremony. So I like to really get intricate and play with the gifts and how it can, your gifts really support you and navigate you on the road to life purpose. And we also get into life purpose. What are you meant to do? And, and pretty much anyone who says yes to a chart in some way, shape or form is meant to be in a spot in the spotlight, which is, it's really, it's really powerful. It's really interesting. Um, so most people that I've seen that have said yes to getting their charts read are like, so you're here to be in the spotlight in some way, shape or form. Let's, let's get you ready for that. Wow. Okay. So that's really deep. So these different placements are like deep, deep aspects of like your life and yourself. And that's really cool about the spotlight. Like you are going to be the tantric numerologist to the stars in a few years once everyone reaches their destiny, <laughs> including us. Yeah, that's where I just go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even though there might be like, Wait, so we all the human experience is like am I ready for that <laughs> it's like yeah. no but yes 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 you are right and I <laughs> my favorite teachers and I'm sure you would agree right my fate my favorite teachers are the ones that bring their humanness to the table I don't want fucking polished I want fucking real and I want genuine and I want their heart and I, you know I, I just I want them to be bringing them to the table. And I learned the most and I'm inspired the most by people who bring themselves to the table. And that's, I think, why so many of us have gravitated toward Guru Jaga is because she brought so much of her to the table, um, mm -hmm. you know, love it or hate it. It's for, for so it was fucking inspirational, still is. Yeah being yourself like that's what they always say but it's like the truest thing just like be yourself is literally like your destiny and will be the most inspiring thing you could offer the yeah. world oh my gosh absolutely yeah and I would love to hear from you like what do you think having a healthy relationship with one's emotions like how is that tied into somebody's ability to show up vulnerably and authentically in their life and actually be able to ultimately express their destiny in this really genuine way mm -hmm. okay 
this okay i was just listening to another podcast somebody <laughs> it's a friend of mine and he um they had some guests on and uh and guru jagat would talk about this too the mimic right a whole mm. lot of mimics out there talking about stuff that they don't practice <laughs> So I think the biggest thing that I notice that I bring to the table and that I see other people bring to the table who actually do the work is there is a depth. It's almost like an indefinable depth that they bring to the table, regardless of what they're doing and what they're talking about. And that depth, it has this magnetism. And that magnetism impacts I mean all the timelines and you don't get that unless you have a healthy relationship with the full spectrum of emotions that you came here to experience you know a lot of a lot of you know um philosophies talk about uh um surpassing kind of like the uh the the human experience while in a in human form and I, i'm not here to say that that's like not the way but what i've noticed in all the work that i've done is i don't want to not experience emotions we don't have those when we're between lives and we might not have them in other life forms on other planets and if we can use the power of the emotions to really work for us. I think that's the difference is, is the, the, the power and vulnerability goes beyond, I think, just the courage to show up and be honest. Then we get into the alchemy of it, where I can bend reality with how I express myself when I'm being honest. I can hop a timeline when I'm expressing myself fully. I can change, I can bend a spoon, a metal spoon <laughs> when I'm having a peak emotional experience. You know, it's so we have like the courage that it is to be honest and then the magnetism that comes with that. And then you go into the, the alchemy part of it, which is like, there's some mastery in that when you're like, okay, I'm going to show up and I'm going to command this room and command, not necessarily a man manipulation, but an inspiration. I'm going to inspire others here to show up in the same way or in their own version of that. Mm, wow. So, so potent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Mm. So what are, if there were any practices, I know we shared that men getting closer, getting more open to having those intimate receiving moments, women becoming closer with their rage. Are there any other uh, practices that we can share or perspectives, just mindsets towards our emotions we can share with um, any of the listeners who are looking towards building a more intimate relationship with their own emotional experience from like a place of mastery and empowerment rather than uh reaction yeah like messy temper tantrums okay yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so just like to be clear we, we're, we're, yeah, like in a responsible like in yeah. a responsible way yeah. how can we responsibly uh move through our emotional experience in a way that that honors them and creates positive alchemy in our lives and positive transformation for others as well 
I would say the first concept to consider, it, it, the execution of this concept could be tricky person to person, um, but taking full accountability for every single thing in your life and not necessarily accountability looking like that's your fault, but accountability means remembering that you chose this life and remembering that this life is a gift, all of it, the gold and the shit. So that can be a really helpful kind of reminder to have on board when, when shit might be hitting the fan or you're waiting for the water to boil when, you know, you're waiting for something to happen and it's not, it's like, this moment's a gift. I'm alive. I'm here. I chose this and I was powerful enough to make it. So I'd say that that's a, that's a nice perspective that can be super supportive. <clears throat> The other thing is, and I, I've done workshops on this, which has been really, really um, powerful in the past, is you are not responsible for anyone else's experience. And no one else is responsible for yours. 100%. Bundle rolls, bundle roll, and then bundle roll. When the went into out, roll it out. <laughs> okay, so tell our audience a little bit about bundle rolls. Like those who maybe even um, don't know that that's a Kundalini yoga practice. I'll let everybody in on that right now. <laughs> yes. So bundle rolls are amazing. I do it with my daughter. So basically, what you want to do is you just lay flat on the ground, kind of like you know, stiff as a board style. Your arms are pressed against your body down at the side. And you're just rolling to one side and you're rolling to the other. Um, and if you don't have space, you roll one way once, you roll the other way once, back and forth and back and forth. And what happens is it, it works with your metabolism. And so when we think of metabolism, it's just not necessarily like I'm going to metabolize what I'm consuming food, but I'm going to metabolize what I'm consuming in general. And we, and it works, it helps amplify your electromagnetism and the seven years all about the aura. And if you look at kind of like the, the makeup of the aura, it's, it's electric, your, your aura is electric. And so the bundle roll can help metabolize what you might be consuming. So think of like, if you're watching the news, you're, you're on social media, you're listening to your neighbor <laughs> talking shit, you know, <laughs> or you're the one talking shit, um, you know, it can help metabolize some of what you've been exposed to, especially, you know, I think we've heard in the scene a lot, empathy and being an empath and taking on other people's stuff. And when your heart's wide open, especially if you're doing yoga and your crown's wide open, you know, you polarity planet, right? It's just like, I'm wide open. It's like, I'm wide open, right? Mm -hmm. It can help you metabolize some of that stuff. So it's working for you instead of against you. Um, and it really is supportive to the organ health um, and spine health. So uh, spine, 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 spine. Right. Yeah, that's big time. But yeah, the bundle rolls was coming through a lot because it kind of was hitting. It's a, it's it's like a more, what's it called? More. Thank uh, for your buck. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's a really good tip and a really good practice to incorporate like auric hygiene, you know, yes, getting yes. spine, spinal hygiene, all of it. 
Okay, I have something else I want to ask you, but let's bring back our little tradition we introduced last episode of us. And our listeners will all take a deep breath and a sip of water together. So let's just take a big inhale and exhale. And then everyone, if you have it available, let's take a hydrating beverage, not sponsored, but we do have some element crystals in our water that um, Annika just got and shared with me. So maybe one day they'll be sponsored. not sponsored yet. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're experimenting with the electrolyte. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm, which also yeah exactly I mean electrolyte I would assume that would increase one's ability to receive energy because <laughs> you're like yes electricity that's what that's what I would determine <laughs> yes hmm. I wanted to ask okay so you are saying bundle rolls are coming through. I saw on your website, you're psychic. And I know that we love energy updates and we love just to listen to what's coming through people's channels and our own, our own intuition. So I'm just curious, like if you could talk about your relationship with, you know, your yourself in that way and anything that feels present to share. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I popped through with some extra bits, man. And (laughs) it it was a rocky road for a long time. (laughs) Let me tell you, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're little and you're like seeing and hearing, you know, all the things, right. Prophetic dreaming, I'd wake up in other areas of the house, you know, just, it was a whole, it was a whole ball of wax. Um, and you know, with support and training and, you know, kind of really diving in Um, I was like many of us have been able to use it to help myself and to help others. Right. So it's, it's always blended kind of in everything that I do. Um, And I tell like this, I'll say this, uh, something that's unique about it and how I live my life is I can see when I've either had a very deep relationship with person with a person in another life, or if I've had that relationship with a person in this life, it just might not have happened yet. So I've had that with Annika. I've had that with a bunch of different mem- people, right? And so people are either receptive with it to it or super repelled by it. But I just show up and I'm like, hi. I know that we're meant to be. I know you. I love that so much because that is exactly was low key. You did not explicitly say that that's what you were experiencing. But I remember like the first time that I showed up because we do a Kundalini morning practice um, in a community called the Aquarian Women's Leadership Society. And I remember like the first time I showed up to teach and Brandy was just like, hi, I love you. And I was like, I love you too. (laughs) And like, it was just already established. (laughs) It's just already established. So it it takes more energy and effort for me to pretend like I don't know shit. So when I have people in my life where we can just move beyond that, it's just, it's very nice. But again, it's either well-received or it's repelled, right? It's, Mm -hmm. um, it can go either way. So thankfully, as I, you know, meet more peeps in the scene, 
um, that maybe experience similar stuff, um, it's usually well received, right? Even if we don't really know all the details, it's just like, we're our, yeah, let's just do this. <laughs> okay. It's already done. It's already happening. Um, so there's, that's kind of a, a fun little nugget, but let's, um, let's see what's here. Let's just give me one quick sec. Let, let's see what's here. So I have like a mom coming in through the upper right corner, but then I had like a dad energy sweeping in, like kind of like from left to center. So maybe this is for whoever. We'll just we'll just say whoever. If it resonates, it resonates. So it's uh, going back into like this masculine feminine energy as we go into this seven year is that, you know, we accountability is huge. We cannot be accepted to be, you know, we cannot accept to be responsible for other people's experiences. I'll say it again. We cannot, we cannot accept that. <laughs> we cannot accept being responsible for other people's experience. So there is a huge call to action to maintain a vibrational frequency of divine masculine, divine feminine. And, uh, and I talk about this often too, in regards to like creating balance where we probably won't ever experience <laughs> true balance as humans on planet earth, at least not for a while. And I don't think we want to, otherwise we probably would stop coming here. Right. Cause we, if there, if there's just nothing but balance that we're not going to, we're not going to learn in order to ascend as souls. Um, but a lot of, a lot of the feminine masculine stuff is coming in strong and, you know, wherever people might stand on this, that, or the other thing, um, we need to have clear masculine and clear feminine energies being defined and celebrated in order to maintain life on planet earth. Right. Um, so that's coming in. I, it might be a little bit of a hot topic. It might be a little bit more of a sensitive topic, but I think it's something that needs to be said that, um, celebrating masculine and feminine energies doesn't mean anything, anything other than celebrating masculine and feminine energies. So that's coming through, but this dad energy, it's interesting. It's coming through front and center. So either it's somebody here now or at another time, You know, as we as we go into the seven year where we're, we're also you know we're working with <clears throat> Venus <laughs> so get sexy like can we just get sexy <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> you know like let's just get sexy um I think that that's so important to, to, to continue to embrace all aspects of life in the spiritual fucking scene, mm -hmm. right? We can be sassy. We can be sexy. We can like wear red lipstick if we want. We can, you know, we can, we've seen a lot of this in feminism and a lot of you, I'm just going to say that, but you can see it in any, any area where people take such a stance that they at some point become the exact thing that they've are standing against. So that is something that is, you know, those of us that can kind of like see clearly really need to be like seen in the way of embodying what um, truth looks like as far as that goes, that's what's coming through loud and clear. So, but it does feel like so, more specific. I'm, I won't get too much into the specific of like the mom and then the, the father, but I think someone might need to hear like, um, mother-father relationships um and and what that might what that kind of balance and healthy relationship might look like for somebody here mm. 
was a little vague. I could get, I, I'm going to, I'll keep it a little bit vague for the sake of the <laughs> podcast. Maybe there's somebody who's listening who just like knows specifically. I, yeah. I think that's what, that's what that feels like. That's mm-hmm. a, I th- yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody needs to um, make a phone call. Yeah. Mm. Is there somebody you haven't talked to in a while? Forgiveness, right? Forgiveness doesn't necessarily look like um, what you did is okay, do it again. But forgiveness can look like, whoa, dude, we're all fucking human. Mm -hmm. We're all messing up. And thank you for being the bad guy in my life so I could learn this lesson. Mm -hmm. And then thank me for being the bad guy in your life so you could learn the lesson. It's all soul contract. It's all contractual. Mm-hmm. So for anybody who might need to hear that any bad guy in your life is not a bad guy in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. There's wow. always like, there always is an empowering perspective to take. You know what I mean? When, when we can really zoom outside of these situations. So I love that reminder. And I love that you brought up that it's the Venus year. And wait, and it, wait so actually this is interesting because six, I know is supposed to be a Venus year, but is seven also tied to Venus? So six energy. Let's, let's take a peek. Um, yes. So seven is Venus and six is the, so six is interesting when we're looking with tantric numerology, six is sun. It's a little bit different. Yes. Than- right. I'm wondering why everybody was associating six with Venus. Well, do you know what's funny too is I know earlier we were learning about the Sophionic flower and that's associated with Venus and the shape of Venus's orbit in the sky actually has five points. And the oh, the Venus pentagram is something. Yeah. Yes. So five. So we have five, six, seven. Yeah, that's so fascinating. <laughs> and I know that seven, it's interesting that in tantric numerology, it's associated with Venus because seven is also the number of Libra, which is also associated with Venus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love that. That's beautiful. And so what are like some, what are some qualities that we can, some words that we could throw out around the number seven that maybe could people, people could like um, hold on to as themes through out the year. And, and kind of continue to like tap into this energy and have these anchor points. Yes. Um, luscious, nourishing, generous, receptive. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. what's the difference between your yes and your no? Do you know what yes feels like in your body? Do you know what no feels like in your body? Are you saying yes to your no's and no's to your yeses? That's a big one. Um, but this generosity, right? So anything that anytime we're receiving, we have to have that equal give and take, right? So it's, it's having skin in the game. That's why I say, you know, don't wait for the water to boil. Go give. Are you a go giver? Go giver. A go giver, I would say is like a big one for this seven year. Are you a go giver or a go getter? Both are brilliant, but go giver is is the jam generosity of heart open heart open the 10th gate being judicial and discerning about what you're allowing in and out of the 10th gate mm-hmm. that's the crown chakra seventh chakra wow i love that it goes <laughs> i've never heard of that but i'm like obsessed that's so so cool mm-hmm. that yeah. go-giver energy right it's like yeah 
generosity of heart. It's the green, right? Green heart activation, right? So you, we have, we can work, lean into the heart. We can lean into the crown. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like to dial my antenna, which is my spine, that shushmana, that, right. That blade of light that goes out through the 10th gate. I, I, I dial that through my, from my heart center, my, my heart projection dials my radio antenna to the channel of my destiny path which means any song any song i receive in the radio is going to have a message that gets me to the next to the next to the next to the next wow wait i'm obsessed with that i feel like that is the most incredible incredible visual and way to imagine because oftentimes like in kundalini yoga they'll talk about whatever our crown chakra is tuned to is going to be the frequency of the level of thoughts that we're able to receive and basically it's the station that we're dialed to and that will match up with then the experiences that we have in our life and the way we're able to perceive those experiences that we have in our life and i've never pictured the heart kind of being maybe what the tuning dial is and i love i just love that it is so powerful because they also say that the heart is the power of 108 sons, right? Like, it's like, wow, do we realize the power that we have inside us? Yes. Yes. That's so and most of us don't because we haven't had responsible relationships with our emotional expression. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. I'm hearing, I'm feeling so much that there's been so much in this conversation about, uh, this being responsible for, ourselves through what we're taking in and what we're releasing and keeping ourselves like cleansed and keeping ourselves balanced in terms of like both what we let in what we don't allow in and then the natural stuff that we inevitably let in like how can we remain clear how can we remain open how can we give so that we can receive it's like this constant dance and I really I really just love to have um the reminder that uh, paying attention to that is kind of just like how we can live in this uh, beautiful flow and that it might be like especially uh, pertinent in this year that we're going into. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. One little more nugget that's coming through is seven doesn't feel like the year of boundaries. Seven feels like the year of standards. Mm. Wow, very, very potent. Mm. I love that, your standards. Like boundaries are like, I'm in danger, mm -hmm. but standards are like, anyone's invited to the party that meets this standard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you could, even if wherever you are now, you can, you yeah. know, rise up and then come yes. through the door to the party. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's delicious. I love that. That's so much more empowering and elevating. And isn't it, isn't it like, I need a boundary. You like crossed a boundary. It's like, that, there's so many people I feel that are addicted to healing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of us, it's like, no, no, we're, mm -hmm. we're no, 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 no. It's party time. It's yeah. party time. It's yeah. party time. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It's going to be like, Calista asked me this morning, she was like, are you excited for 2023? And I, and usually when people are like, are you excited for something? I'm always like, you know, I'm just like so present. I haven't even thought about it, but I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> I feel a lot of 
a lot of fun and joy and blessings on the horizon. Like I feel the party. The party's already started. That's why we're all here. But hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's I definitely feel that 2023 is going to be a major year. And I love what you're saying. We were just talking about that today, too, how like things still well, things always surface for release. And I feel like your emotions, they're just like a truth in and of themselves. But it can be from the past and it doesn't always have to repeat in the future. And just getting this message of like, just because different emotions might still come up like you can stop waiting for like the other shoe to drop type thing and just keep releasing and like there's not gonna be like it's almost like a light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. so I totally love what you just said I feel like that is like the party the party lights mm-hmm. the party <laughs> and if someone's listening to this and they're having like you know one of those peak emotional experiences of I don't know if you've ever heard Tej say just like just don't <laughs> just don't <laughs> and sometimes it's, <laughs> she's like my favorite stickler um and sometimes it's really it can be challenging but you know one of these uh a technique um that I like to use uh um it's from the that I pull from this thing called SRI Okay, it's a it's a type of somatic breath work, um, but it's just this, you know, you have your hands on your body and you're having an experience and you're having this breath support you and you're saying the words of, you know, parts of me feel whatever. And then parts of me feel, you know, for example, you know, parts, parts of me feel overwhelmed and then another part of the body, ooh, parts of me feel wide open. So we're never only experiencing one thing. So even if the thing feels very intense, there's always, even if it's an earlobe that feels relaxed, there's always going to be something else available to you in your experience. So bringing on, you know, some self-talk of, you know, parts of me feel overwhelmed or parts of me feel stuck is different. It's a totally different experience. And like, I'm fucking overwhelmed. I'm, I feel stuck. Right. If you add the parts of me, it can really open up, uh, open up something different. Mm, that is good. That is a tip trick mm-hmm. and mental reframe mm-hmm. for sure. I love that. Just like open up the experience a little more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so much. I feel like there have been so many tools expressed and, you know, we're all about that on this podcast, just having more tools, perspectives, mindsets to help us move through life in a more skillful and, you know, joyful and masterful essentially way. Uh, so yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. I want to know if there's like any, um, final thoughts or things you've been ruminating on. I think this episode is going to come out in early January. So just like right when we're blossoming into 2023. So anything that's on your heart or mind or spirit that you want to share with our listeners? Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, Compassion is not complacency. So we can have, right. So there's that little nugget. And also just both of you are radiant as fuck. And thank you so much for, you know, it's when we connect like this, it's, it's so far beyond, um, you know, yeah, just so far beyond. Thank you. So far oh beyond. Uh, you know, I, I love what I do and um and I'm looking to do less of it. 
I love you. That is so epic. <laughs> so I'm, I have some, I have some stuff cooking, some, you know, virtual products and, you know, teaching classes and uh, I'll, I'll probably always do a little bit of one-on-one stuff, but um, I, my audience is growing and I have a daughter and I want to be a mommy mm-hmm. and still make a total fucking impact on the planet. And I think some of us, those of us, you both too, right? It's like, how can I reach the audience I'm meant to reach and still kind of like maintain uh, mm-hmm. my energetic um, resource and enjoy myself? A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. And like, and so much of us, when we get to spend that time with ourselves and like really be in flow, it's like, that's the cauldron that creates the magic that then we get to share in these, you know, more potent consolidated stream. Yes. Yes. That's how I feel. I mean, when I, when I like have a day to myself and I'm just like, whoa, I can just like really like do me today. And it's always different. That is like the greatest joy. I'm always just like, so, so happy. Um, and I think that's so much of kind of a little bit of like the feminine energy conversation we were having earlier is like, uh, just like being able to, to rest in that, to flow, to, mm-hmm. um, have no pressure and just like be with ourselves and the mystery and like what, what brings us joy. And ultimately, ultimately that gets alchemized into the medicine that we're meant to share. So I'm definitely visualizing and beaming that for you, Brandy. Um, if, if any of our listeners like want to get more of you in these potent avenues, these things that you're creating, uh, tell us how we can do that. We're obviously gonna put all of your stuff in the show notes, Uh, a little bit about what's cooking. (laughs) What's cooking. Um, yeah, dude, you can find, go to my website, Shanti Tech. Uh, tag.com it's s-h-a-n-t-i-t-e-g shantitag.com i'm most active on instagram all my links to all my things are on my website um, and you can just like send me a message i love connecting with people i like i i thrive connecting like I'm like, can you call me? Just like shoot me a random <laughs> phone call. <laughs> like, let's, can we bring the random phone call back in 2023? <laughs> Instead of like, now it's like almost like, I feel like a lot of people get like a pang of fear when they get a random phone call. Cause we're like so inundated by. Oh my God. No, I won't send you my calendar link so we can have a phone call. Just call me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Because, uh, this is the year of having a party. Mm-hmm. being sexy mm-hmm. yes. and random phone calls. Yep. <laughs> Sum it all up here. <laughs> done. done. Solid. Steal it. <laughs> oh my God. And I just want to say that Brandy gave me one of the most incredible tantric numerology readings. And it was just like, so, so activating. So if anyone is feeling called to get some sort of reading at the beginning of this year or any kind of emotional support, um, highly, highly recommend for personal experience. It's been, it's been really beautiful and impactful. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that Annika. Yeah. And all you can, all that, all that's on the website, hop to the store, book a consultation. It's all there. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing your energy with us. Your, your transmission was amazing. I feel like this conversation has covered so many little gems of topics going into 
2023 and just wherever it may find anyone on their journey. So thank you for blessing us. We oh, thank you. Oh, a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies. Yay. Yay. We love you. Yes. We love you. <laughs> Until we call you randomly. Yes. I'll be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, love. Bye, ladies. Bye. Wow, that was such a great, potent conversation we just enjoyed having with Brandy. And we are so grateful to those of you subclub members who tuned in and continue to tune in to brainwash yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for being here and happy 2023. We are wishing you the most incredible year and beyond. And hope that you found some potent messages that uh, bring some more magic, reflection, uh, elevation, healing into your life and your day-to-day. So if you would like to reach out uh, to Brandy, you can find her information in the show notes. If you want to reach out to us, brainwashyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. Brainwash Yourself Podcast on Instagram. Rate us, leave us a review, share us on your Instagram story. Yay. We love you, Sub Club. Stay sharp. Stay sharp.